Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, you and the companies before us, I know you don't mean it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. You have a product. You have a product that's killing people. When we had cigarettes killing people, we did some about it, maybe not enough. You're going to talk about guns. We have the ATF. Nothing here. There's not a damn thing anybody can do about it. You can't be sued. With so much of our lives spent on mobile devices and social media, it's important to look into the effects on teen mental health and well-being. I take this very seriously. Mental health is a complex issue, and the existing body of scientific work has not shown a causal link between using social media and young people having worse mental health outcomes. A recent National Academies of Science report evaluated over 300 studies and found that research, quote, did not support the conclusion that social media causes changes in adolescent mental health at the population level, end quote. It also suggested that social media can provide significant positive benefits when young people use it to express themselves, explore and connect with others. Still, we're going to continue to monitor the research and use it to inform our roadmap. And cigarettes taste delicious after a meal and help you resist dessert. That that first part he can quote he probably has some studies he can quote that were incon- uh, inconclusive or whatever, um, but that last part come on dude you're going too far uh, actually it's a it's a help skits it makes them happier 
Yeah, that's not been our life experience, and uh, there's a whole bunch of people that used to work for Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all these different companies that won't let their own kids on social media because they know how damaging it is. Right, correct. And it is practically universally known that social media, screen time, etc., have been of enormous detriment to teens' mental health, especially girls. I mean, the idea that you, with your billions of dollars, found a study or two that says, well, it's not conclusive, we're not that stupid, Mark. Uh, that first voice was Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina. There's a hearing going on right now with five of the big social media tech companies about uh, trying to protect children online. That next voice was Mark Zuckerberg, one of the world's richest men who started Facebook. It's now called Meta for some reason, and uh, he is really good at the, well, well, sir, I don't think there's anything to be worried about. Body, body, blah, blah, blah. In fact, it helps kids. It makes them happier. All right. Facebook and Instagram as well. Um uh, oh, right, Instagram. Uh, that's, the, that's the thing, the gram. Yeah, yeah. Did you want more of these? Yes, Is absolutely. That... All right, well then, man. Uh, let's, let's go with the guy from TikTok, 15. This is not just about individuals. I worry that in 2024, our democracy will be attacked again through these platforms by foreign actors. We're exposed, and AI is just starting. So to my colleagues... We're here for a reason. This committee has a, a history of being tough, but also doing things that need to be done. This committee has risen to the occasion. There's more that we can do. But to the members of this committee, let's insist that our colleagues rise to the occasion also. I have no idea what clip that was. It was, uh, it was interesting. Uh, do we have Xiao Chu on TikTok somewhere? Yeah? Okay. Our robust community guidelines strictly prohibit content or behavior that puts teenagers at risk of exploitation or other harm, and we vigorously enforce them. Our technology moderates all content uploaded to our app to help quickly identify potential CSAM and other material that breaks our rules. It automatically removes the content or elevates it to our safety professionals for further review. Any chance we could hook these guys up simultaneously to a lie detector and a compliance belt so when they unleash garbage dishonestly like that, they are brought to their knees through a series of, I don't know, electric shocks? Just throwing it out there. Dude, it's in the news like every other day, the latest TikTok challenge with kids doing some horrific thing. I mean, come on. Well, and I'm less concerned about that while they are underage. Well, I won't even say that. that well, I'm not, I'm, concerned. I'm not concerned about that either, but you can't pretend that there's no harmful stuff for young people on TikTok. I mean, we all well, see they it. they like have robust guidelines, Jack. What are you, deaf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the constant indoctrination of our children into America-hating thoughts and ideas as supported by the Chinese Communist government. Again, when the empire falls, if it ever does, we will cite TikTok as, uh, how does that, how, wait a minute, you let your greatest global adversary pipe in ideology to your young people and you knew it was happening because a lot of people made money and then bribed your legislators. Correct. You did that? Um, so Lindsey Graham sounded very uh, upset and, uh, d d d you know, how dare you, that sort of thing, like all 
people in Congress do when they're in these hearings. But And I'm not on the side of the tech companies. I wish all social media would go away. I wish the Internet would go away, <laughs> but it ain't going to happen. I'm just not sure how much you can do. I'm just not sure that you can stop the the thing that is social media and its effects just because of human nature, the way we're going to use it. Yeah, there is absolutely a part of me, as as much as I enjoy railing against these greed-head liars oh, who yeah. are killing children. Yeah, uh, they are. They, they do have blood on their hands, without a doubt. Zuckerberg is so full of S. Uh, the, the whole, uh, we don't have any definitive proof. You did your own studies. There are more whistleblowers than we'd have time to play the tapes of coming forward and saying, oh, yeah, man, every time we look into this, we realize it's ruining young girls, especially just absolutely making them miserable and suicidal and anxious and depressed. This is scary stuff. That's your own people, you lying sack of crap. Anyway, uh, much as I enjoy railing about that, and I, I am quite confident that I'm correct, it does remind me, Jack, a little bit of sin in general. There's no way to keep a child away from sin or to keep yourself away from temptation. We just, we've just we invented a monster that we can't control. So the only thing we can do is strengthen ourselves and our children against that sin, that temptation. But, man, that's tough because, and, and whether you take a strictly biblical view of this or, or a more secular view of it, Satan and or temptation are extremely good at crafting temptations we can't resist. And if you talked to Satan in a congressional hearing, he'd say, Senator, we've uh, we've had a uh, committee look into our pitchforks and decided that that's, uh, we'll be phasing those out over the next couple of years. Um, I want to hear this one. This is the guy from Discord, whose name I'd never heard before, Jason Citron. If you don't know what Discord is, I don't know what most people use it of our. I know my kids have used it mostly for uh, communicating with their friends while they play video games. But it's another one of your social media things. Uh, this one's kind of long, but uh, I want to hear it. 16? Mr. Citron, you said uh, we need to start a discussion. Uh, be honest with you, we've been having this discussion for a very long time. Uh, we need to get a result, not a discussion. Do you agree with that? Um, ranking member, I, I agree this is... Um, an issue that we've also been very focused on since we started our company in 2015, okay. but this is the first Are time. Are you familiar been... with the Earn It Act, authored um, by myself and Sarah Blumenthal? Um, a little bit, yes. Okay, do you support that? Um, we. Um, like yes or no? Uh, we're, we're not prepared to support it today, but okay. we believe that section. Do you support the CSAM Act? Um, the Stop CSAM Act, um, we are not prepared to support today, okay. but we do think you there support are... the Shield Act. <laughs> We uh, we believe that the cyber tip line. Do you and, support it? Yes or no? Uh, we we believe that the cyber tip line and I'll tell you that to be no. The Project Safe Childhood Act. Do you support it? Um, we we believe that. I'll take that to be no. The Report Act. Do you support it? Um, Ranking Member Graham, we very much look forward to having conversations you. with you and your team. Well, we I want look to part forward of the to passing a bill that will solve the problem. Do you support removing Section 230 liability protections for social media companies? Um, I believe that Section 230 um, is, is, needs to be updated. It's a very old law. Do you, re do you support repealing it so people can sue if they believe they're harmed? 
Um, I think that Section 230, as written, um, while it has many um, downsides, has you, enabled innovation you, on the Internet, which I think has largely you, been... Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. My sympathies are with Lindsey Graham's side of this, but that was typical jivey politician yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and none of us know what any of those acts are and what in, are in them, and I'm sure there's all kinds of complicated things where the guy would have a decent argument on why, whoa, this is okay, but this is ridiculous, <laughs> this part. So, yeah, dang right. it. All right. Yeah, exactly. If it's 80% good, but the last 20% is utterly disastrous, no, you're not going to support it. So that's just unfair. And where is the show on 230? I don't remember where we are on that. <laughs> on on uh, the protection that these social media companies have, because you can't hold them responsible for everybody's wacky posts. Right. Yeah. And that's <clears throat> and I don't have a lot of sympathy for these guys, but to if you said we need to work out social media companies status as either publishers or or just public uh, the public square bulletin boards. Exactly. And their liability or lack thereof and work out the nuances of what if they edit or if they act as an activist uh like administrator on the board what then does that change the the uh, the answer that do you support repealing it or no i mean just you you can't answer that simply i well, don't think i i forget which uh somebody tried to start a a, a twitter clone but without safeguards back when dorsey still ran it what was that called do you remember um yeah uh, yeah, uh, I do. Um, but anyway, it was going to be the wide open where no censorship. I never tried it, but from everything I've read about it, it was just a cesspool of filth immediately that drove every normal person out of it. I mean, you wouldn't even try to participate in the thing because it was just nonstop, just porn and racism and just, you know, horrifying language and disgusting jokes and all that sort of stuff. And what if just human nature, there's enough people that want to put that stuff on there, you have to have some censorship. Censorship is, you know, always has such a negative light to it, but censorship is just deciding what gets through and what doesn't. You're going to have to have some filter, and once you start to have a filter, then decisions are going to have to be made as to what to filter or not, and nobody's going to agree with their decisions all the time on what gets filtered and what doesn't, so it's just an unsolvable problem. Well, I suggest we take a break and come back with the plan for limiting your kids' screen time and your own. Um, because I'm, I'm sticking with my answer as frustrating and unsatisfying as it is that it's like trying to prevent temptation. The Internet, it's just it, it is right. temptation being streamed in your eyes and ears every moment you're on there. Wow, uh, that's a tough one. Well, okay, so we'll get into this conversation. More coming up. Stay with us. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, guys, everybody's excited about this year's Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And I saw that tickets to the game are the most expensive ever, with the cheapest ones going for $10,000. Yeah, nothing like being down 10 grand before stepping foot in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? The Chiefs are currently two-point favorites over the 49ers in that game. So I hope, I, hope, I hope it's as exciting as that line. I'll bet it is. I was shocked when it opened the opposite with the Niners' couple of point favorites. I would just think, surely, in terms of name recognition, you'd get more bets flown to the Chiefs. But Vegas knows what it's doing, man. Yeah. So a couple of quick points. Next segment, we will get into the strategies to reduce your kids and or your screen time, which I found very perceptive and interesting. Um, and we will absolutely post it at armstrongandgetty.com under hot links so you can review it and maybe do it in your own family. I hope it, it helps. Uh, a couple of things very quickly. Number one, uh, I will tell you one group I'm not part of, and that is people who are endlessly fascinated by the disappearance of Amelia Earhart. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's 
funny. I am I am a man with gray in my beard, and uh, as Barack Obama uh, famously and depressingly said, more yesterdays than tomorrows. And every freaking day of my life, I've been hearing about Amelia Earhart and what might have happened to her. <laughs> if you figure it out, let me know. Oh, there are some fuzzy-looking pictures of a shape at the bottom of the ocean that may... Let me know. You come up with her skeleton or, you know, something. Or if she's 150 years old and living in the south of France, let me know. Otherwise... Some, some cannibal said she tasted like chicken. All right. Whatever. And uh, speaking of entertainment and media and that sort of thing, I don't want to be a cliche. I, I just, I, I'm not a joiner. I'm an iconoclast. I don't want to be any sort of cliche. And one cliche kind of these days is your your conservative person who's always mad about entertainment because it's so liberal. And every movie, if they take a shot at anything conservative, you go nuts and the rest of it. Because right. sometimes it's it's overblown. I mean, it's okay. A lot I can it is. I can take a shot. Look, they did a shot at liberals, too. It's fine. Everybody will be fine. But Judy and I started watching this uh, highly recommended British spy thing called Slow Horses about, like, the losers of the MI5 who are in this office of losers, and they're doing the grunt tasks and trying to get out, and some really good characters and that sort of stuff. But the the plot of the first episode... Set is, in the current times or in previous yes. times? Yeah, okay. in, in current times, very modern times. Is uh, The current plot is that uh, there's these evil right-wing activists and journalists who are going to do something nasty. And then they, it's interesting, they introduce this character who's a young comedian and his Muslim buddy who writes for him. And indeed, indeed the Muslim buddy writes some of the super controversial stuff that the comedian does. And he keeps saying, you should get on stage. Blah, blah, blah. And so anyway, uh, he does some jokes, including some pokes at like Allah and Jesus and stuff like that. And uh, they split up after the show. And one of them's walking down the street and gets snatched up and stuffed in a van and punched. And he's been abducted. And then he's got a bag over his head and a newspaper showing it's today. And, and he's shaking in terror. And you think, oh, my God. Okay, so they're willing to say Islamic extremists will... Dude, that's a no plot twist. It's right wing white supremacist nativist Brits who are going to behead the guy for being a Muslim because that happens all the time. Wow. Are you freaking kidding me? It's like, what was the show that got so much acclaim in the in the U.S. on one of your streaming services? The entire season was about rooting out evil white supremacists. Right, right, right. Well, the president said that was the number one threat in America couple of years ago and i was sitting there and i was like especially after the kind of head fake double reverse i was like i can't take this <laughs> right oh and i'm not down with those lunatics but is that the only sort of criminal you're allowed to show on tv now clearly it is armstrong and getty the Armstrong and Getty Show. Um, this is something I worry about all the time, the amount of time my kids spend looking at screens. And we will get to that in just a moment, but I want to finish the comments that I didn't have time for the last segment. Part of the reason I was so frustrated with the plot twist and the way it was being presented in, in, in Britain in this case. And if you didn't get the last segment, it had to do with uh, immigrants and, and, and nativists in Britain and that sort of thing. The reason it was so frustrating was because 
Europe is right now reckoning with an enormous challenge in which they've realized that the immigration policies of the recent, you know, five to 20 years um, have brought a hell of a lot of people into Europe who have no uh, respect or regard for European culture, values, and that sort of thing. The diversity that was being claimed to be the motivation, they didn't want diversity. They wanted something different. They meant our thing. We want our thing and not your thing anymore. So Europe's going through this really wrenching, um, you know, set of changes, and they're trying to figure out how to deal with it. And to have anybody who says, for instance, hey, I'm an Italian, and I think Italian culture is pretty cool, and I don't want to lose it. Or I'm a Brit, and Britain brought, like, self-governance and human rights to the world. Or... I'm German, and I think a lot of German culture is pretty charming and cool, and I don't want it to go away. Anybody who feels like that is portrayed as some sort of racist lunatic. And I just, I couldn't take it. And and my wife's like, I don't get that sort of thing out of this. I'm just enjoying the plot. Right. And I said, you're the lucky one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there is some of that. Once you become, once you start becoming aware of that thing, it can overtake like yeah. I, I've had this d- disagreement with uh, our friend Tim Sandifer before, where he'll, he'll watch or listen to something or whatever, and like he's so put off by its politics that I didn't even notice it. <laughs> I just enjoyed it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I just want to finish up that thought. But getting back to the idea of uh, your kids, you are on screen too much, sc- too much screen time. Uh, this is a really interesting um, piece by Jeffrey Jeffrey Fowler, who's one of the uh, you know. All right, I'll put this in a positive way. I think he's an absolutely terrific writer and a good dude, and he works for the Washington Post. Um, how big a crew of great writers and good dudes are there is up to in the eye of the beholder anyway uh expert strategies that really help kids reduce screen time and he writes for a while and i found it very interesting about the fact that a lot of kids are aware that too much screen time is not a great thing and that there are things they don't like about being online and are wrestling with how to limit it and or fight against their impulse to be online constantly um can I interject? Do they do they break down at all what screen time means, or is it just looking at a screen period with no differentiation between Instagram or watching a documentary about whales? It's it's the former. Nobody's worried about whale documentaries. Okay. Okay. I don't think. Um, but the, well, and and it gets into the that a little bit more as it gets into the strategies. But I I thought this was really smart. As, as, as parenting advice. Um, and he mentions pl- parents have plenty of reason to be concerned about mental health, bullying, exploitation online. But try to remember, screens aren't always the enemy, even if children are using them differently from how you grew up. Many teens find community online that can be constructive. Mm, uh, I haven't seen why, that yet. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I get the building community. I, you know, my uh, belief is that it's a substitute community, substituting shallow and online for real, in-depth, and in-person. But... That's why the first step is to practice more empathy and less eye-rolling, said this uh, gal who's the executive director of Harvard's Center for Digital Thriving. Number one, have an awkward conversation. Parents have never been teenagers in the age of TikTok and artificial intelligence. I'll I'll start it this way. Your mom's really good in bed. Is that a good awkward conversation? Or does it it have to be about a certain subject? Is it just start an awkward conversation? Well, who am I to tell you how to approach it, but she meant something different. (laughs) 
So before you launch into rulemaking, it's essential to do some fact-finding. Talk to your teen about their online life the same way you would talk about school or extracurriculars. Where do they like to spend time? What need does a particular app or game fulfill? What real-world activities do they value? And how can tech get in the way? To get this conversation started, call a casual family meeting. Tell your teen you want to hear their thoughts about the family's tech use, what's going well, where they could use your help. Make sure you're open to feedback about your tech use as well. And listen to what your kids already do to tame their own screen time. A good question this scientist learned from research with teens. Quote, what do you do when you really want to focus on something or something on someone or something you care about? For what it's worth. Um, and again, there's more detail on this. We'll post it at armstrongandgetty.com. And then they say, and again, I like this, conduct some screen time experiments. Now you need an action plan. Critically, though, it shouldn't just be rules handed down by parents. Think of it instead as experiments. As a family, brainstorm some ways to reclaim your time and focus from devices. And the focus should be as much about reducing screen time as it is replacing that time with something you would like more of, be it family adventures or sleep or whatever, both sides of the coin. But part of the, the buy-in you're more likely to get from your kids is that you pick a date on the calendar and agree to all get back together and talk about it. So you're not issuing, you're not bringing the Ten Commandments down uh, Moses-like and decreeing that from now to all time, unless you fight me hard enough, this is the way it's going to be. It's an experiment. Let's see how this goes for a limited time. thought that was interesting. Uh, and, and they have a bunch of uh, ideas to support that and make it more interesting and fun for everybody, which I thought are good. Uh, number three, agree on rules that parents have to follow, too. Mm. For real or just claim that I'm following them? <laughs> then I go in my room and close the door and I'm all Again. Snapchatting, Discording, Instagramming it up. Exactly. Well, again, that's up to you and your personal style. Uh, that one's self-explanatory. And then number four, review safety rules together. Most social media and gaming sites come with safety and privacy settings. And while they won't fix systemic issues with abuse and social media amplifying harmful information, they're worth a regular checkup. Uh, turn off the ability for people outside your teen circle of friends to direct message, mention, or tag them. Oh, my God. The more I read about... The ease and efficiency with which, or effectiveness with which, predators contact kids on these various platforms, it's shocking. God, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure this is true and a good idea, but I have not done that. I mean, because uh, the only one that they could possibly communicate with other people on is Discord. But I haven't looked into how you shut it off, so. I have had the conversation about how the the 12-year-old who joined your game might be a 45-year-old weirdo meth addict <laughs> pretending right. he's a 12-year-old. We have had that yeah. conversation. Yeah. You know, the only thing I would say um, is, and I tend to think of the world in metaphors, don't think of that stuff as a swim in the ocean, and it's conceivable there are sharks around. Think of it more like you're going to a place that advertises swim with the sharks. There's 100% certainty the sharks are there. 100%. And they mention other privacy things. Turn profiles to private so your teen has to accept new friends before they can engage. Um, and that sort of tip. Uh, it's worth mentioning. I don't think, did they get specifically... Oh, part of the you have blood on your hands thing at that... 
hearing where uh, Lindsey Graham was thundering on um, is the sexploitation thing. And and this is so insidious. Uh, anybody who's gone through young manhood knows that to say horny young manhood is a uh, is redundant. Although what with our dropping testosterone levels and sperm levels these days, I don't know what's going on with young men. But um, the sexploitation thing is, and these guys are good at their job. That was something I always taught to my kids. People who would exploit you, whether it's sexually or to steal your money, they're very good at their jobs. So don't think, well, this seems legit, means it's legit. No, that's that's what they do for a living. Anyway, so what these guys do is they go to a young man, establish that they're an attractive young girl who saw their profile online or their, or saw the replay from the football game or whatever, the highlight, and and they think you're super cute and they just want to chat. And then they, they keep working the young man like that. And then they say, I think you're really cute. I wish we could get together in person. And they somehow maneuver it to, they have these videos of a teenage-looking girl who will, for instance, address the camera and say, I shouldn't do this, but like I said, I think you're super cute. And then the girl will show her breasts or, or, or butt or whatever. Um, her erogenous zones to the young man. And the young man has every reason to believe that the person he's been chatting with is the person showing her breasts. But it's not. It's a scumbag. And then the scumbags will say, will have the cute girl online say, hey, can you show me a picture of your crank or whatever? The kids. <laughs> the girl's the kids probably are, not going to say that. <laughs> probably not going to use that terminology. But the kids <laughs> then do that. And then the predators have them. And they blackmail them for more and more explicit uh, material, telling them if you blow the whistle or if you stop sending this material, we will put this on the uh, every social media that your high school friends are on, or maybe your entire just, high school, or maybe just tell your parents because you're not supposed to be doing that. Right, and in multiple cases, the young men have killed themselves. Right. So it's funny, not funny, not it's funny, peculiar, not funny. Haha. Uh, as you were getting into this more and more, I was thinking, I'm glad I don't have girls. I mean, I wish I had a girl, but the fact that I don't have girls um, keeps me out of this one, that one. Because my, my kids don't seem to have the personalities that they're going to get into some sort of Instagram depression over, you know, who's having more fun or cuter or whatever, like a lot of girls do. Right. Yeah. But the whole getting sucked into some sort of girl coming on to you thing, obviously, that's a trap for any young man. Uh, that's ever existed. We had the story yesterday that uh, science has proven that when you get angry, your IQ goes down by, was it 10 or 20, 20 points? 20 points. 20 yeah. points. So when you get angry, your IQ goes down by 20 points. How much does your IQ go down when you have an erection as a 50. man? 50 points. Then well, that's well. conservative. So you start at 100, you're not 50, you're, 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 you're an imbecile. <laughs> yes, I yes. am. Yes, so I mean, even if... Good God! Even if, as uh, you would you would normally think, when you're not aroused as a guy, you think, "Well, I'm not going to fall for that," you know, you get those erogenous zones tickled. All of a sudden, common sense goes out the window. Yeah, I do need to talk to my son more about that because I could see none of this even close to existed when I was young. I mean, nothing within a million miles. It was like Star Trek stuff, anything, anything like this. But now sure. it's available to every single young man in America. And uh, I would have been such a sucker for that sort of thing, I think. And these monsters 
are good at their jobs. I mean, they have honed their unholy art over multiple trial and error sessions with many kids. The combination of the desire you have is like a 14-year-old boy with the... What's the likelihood that it's a some scumbag that wants to abduct me or blackmail me? Come on, Ott. What is that, a one in a million? I'm not going to well, waste it's, it's, this one opportunity of this chick that thinks I'm cute. And to cite an out-of-date example, it's straight out of the department of I've got speakers in my van from work. Once you're familiar with the scam, it's idiotic, and you would, you would never fall for it. But until you're familiar with the scam, it seems perfectly plausible. Wow. Yeah. You can't keep them away from sin. You just have to teach them how to deal with it. And it's scary. I got to admit, there's part of me that's grateful that my kids are grown. Because this is an enormous challenge. Yeah. Any anybody who claims it's always been difficult raising kids. Yes, it has always been difficult. But the entire range of the worst of humanity wasn't coming into your home until like fifteen years ago. And I would also suggest that there are some parents who are quite restrictive in their kids' online activities, and I think that's probably a good idea. Um, But they're doing a lot more than you think they're doing in 90% of the cases. It's like the super protective parents who think that they can keep their kid away from temptation then send them off to college. No, because you haven't taught your kid how to deal with temptation. Your kids are doing stuff you don't know. So you have to strengthen their ability to resist it. But again, this is complicated. It's and, and it varies child to child and family to family, obviously. Yeah. Well, I've spent a lot of time on this, and it's hard to do. It is we'll, really hard to do. We have or will post this uh, very good article at armstrongandgetty.com under hot links. We hope it is helpful to you and yours. Stay tuned. We're going to finish strong next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. 
Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay, so this is from the hearing going on in D.C. about social media. Zuckerberg being questioned by Senator Tom Cotton. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? I... Would you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? So he wasn't mic'd. Uh, you can see people he is, is addressing. They are holding up photos it looks like photos of their children and we do have from uh, our claire duffy who is in the room quotes of what he was saying what zuckerberg said was this is why we've invested so much to make sure that no one has to go through the types of things that your families have gone through now i don't like this sort of thing i'm on the side i agree with tom cotton about everything i agree with mark zuckerberg about nothing but i don't like the whole are you going to apologize to them on national television right now stunt i'm not i'm not a fan of that sort of thing pretty grandstandy I don't think that's cool on either side for Zuckerberg or the family members. No, no, don't make a show out of my kid died. Uh, Just don't do this. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. I'm moving to a private island. To hell with all of you. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. Let's begin in the control room. Our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, final thought? Yeah, my morning hasn't gone perfect, but at least I didn't almost get crushed by a garbage uh, compactor. So I'm okay. I'm okay. True. To the plus. Katie Green, our esteemed newswoman, has a final thought. Katie? Not proud to admit. Well, I'm proud to admit I've been really good with my diet. Not proud to admit I see a Big Mac in my future. Yes. I'm, cr- I'm craving one like crazy. Oh, they're for some good. Reason. They're eight bucks, but they're good. Eight bucks? Yes. <laughs> Jack, a final thought for us. Uh, yeah, I can't figure out if this online storm that started yesterday, the right wing backlash against Travis. Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Is this real or is this imaginary? Is this? We'll be following it. My final thought, I just saw that a uh, congressperson who I definitely dislike very strongly retweeted this account last night. I'm looking and I can't find that. 
There is so much dishonesty online. I could have gotten sucked into retweeting that. Oh, really? Really? So it wasn't yeah, I'm real. I'm still scanning, but I, I can't. I don't think it's real. Boy, if you come across something uh, salacious, you got to double check to see if it's real or not. Anyway, we'll see tomorrow. God bless America. All right, I just got one final question. Have you been a good little Nazi? We said yes. Yeah, you did. You absolutely Congress. did. And it did not. This is the fun part. LGDP, LGT, LBT. It's a little too much donkey dog. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> No, thank you. In Idaho, Andrew Crapuche, Crapuchettes? <laughs> Can I say his name it's on the air? Pretty name. <laughs> Are you shitting me? On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.